WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Keefe is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in treating men's sexual health with five New England offices or at northeastmenshealth.com. From a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker Drop it in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad For you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight Ow, the mic's hot on a Night's Watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the Rich Keith Project Now he's got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show So here's your guy Yep, he's heading back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. And a chance to become the first team since New England of 2003 and four to go back to back. That's what it sounded like on CBS last night, or I guess yesterday afternoon, as the Chiefs advance to the Super Bowl, being the Baltimore Ravens 17 to 10. Welcome into the Rich Keefe Show on this Monday night. Fitzy is in the house for a full tank program. Fitzy, how are you? Good evening, Mr. Keefe. I'm doing just fine, thank you. I'm managing the oncoming depression that is to be no football in our life for eight months uh, no football. best I can right now. Just one game left. Oh. Got to make it last and count This goals. year, I feel like it's going to be different, though, because for two and a half months, mm-hmm. it's going to be who should the Patriots take at number three. Whereas before, if the Patriots missed the playoffs, it was or whether they missed the playoffs or were eliminated early, it was all right, who are they going to take at 15? Who are they going to take at 22? Like now, How's like, Belichick going to screw this one up? <laughs> yeah. Now, this is, this is a whole different thing. But as for the football, like you said, we had uh, two of the final three games of the season uh, l- yesterday. Let's start in the AFC. It was the early game, the early slate, nice. the number one seed, Baltimore Ravens at mm-hmm. home. With an opportunity, a golden opportunity, some would say. Yep, with for... some legendary Ravens and former Chiefs that won Super Bowls in the house. <laughs> they did have that. So I thought like, it was so lame when they were like, oh, they needed a little uh, kick at the bottom, and here comes Terrell Suggs. I'm like, that's just a bad dude. I don't need to see him coming out here. Like, If you were there, we were like, I wasn't excited before about the AFC Championship game, but oh my God, is that Terrell Suggs wearing street clothes walking on the Whoa. sideline? Now what, I'm like, into the game. Uh, showing his ring off to the camera. You know, which <laughs> one is it? Is it the one ring he won with the Ravens? Yeah. Or is it the one ring he won with the Chiefs? Like, I'm not <laughs> hard to tell. Hard to, like, hard to zoom in there. No, but this also, you can look at this one a few different ways, but let's start with the team that is done because Lamar Jackson, there were a lot of people after he beat the Texans that were like, Oh, look how stupid you are for saying Lamar's bad in the playoffs. He just he just took it to the Texans. It's like, well, he had a terrible first half, and then he had a great second half. I will tip mm-hmm. my cap to him. He had a great second half. They win the game, but it was it was like a victory lap, not by Lamar. I'm not putting it on Lamar. And oftentimes when we criticize players, it seems like it's usually we're more criticizing how people 
kind of support that player or whatever. Anyway, Lamar Jackson struggling in the playoffs remains very much a thing. This was, you're the number one seed, four and a half point favorites. Your your overall team is better than Patrick Mahomes' team, and mm-hmm. yet you score 10 points. You score 10, 10, po- points, 10 points at home. 10 points. 10 points. I know the Chiefs defense is good, but Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP, and you got to find a way to score more than 10 points. So Lamar Jackson had a, a had a rough game, had a had a fumble lost. He had that pick in the end zone where he's just trying to trying to be a hero there. But uh we have plenty of time in the next 2 weeks really to talk about Mahomes and the Chiefs, but to me this one stands out as man Lamar Jackson close but still not ready for it. No. As a matter of fact, he was not he he may the funny thing is he may have been ready for it, but to me of all the people who made decisions yesterday that can be questioned or that cost their team in certain moments. And overall, I hold Lamar Jackson just as culpable, if not maybe even a little less, than Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. And then I guess by proxy you have to say John Harbaugh because what you have in Lamar Jackson and the NFL MVP, I know he is not officially anointed yet, but we yeah, all expect him to get be. it at the yep. at the NFL Honors next Thursday night and in Los Angeles or Vegas, wherever the hell they have it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I for one, think that the job done yesterday by John Harbaugh and Todd Munkin and then through the hands of Lamar Jackson was terrible. Just yeah. terrible. Yeah. You have in Lamar Jackson one of the more unique talents to have ever graced the NFL and worn a jersey and played professional football. And you decide that you need to try to force an issue and win the game yesterday by making him more of a traditional drop-back passer, he only runs the ball seven times. He should have run the ball 15 times bare minimum. They run the ball five times with their cadre of running backs. I, listen, I understand it's not the same uh, fleet of backs that it is but uh, normally in Baltimore, but like yeah, somebody you blows out of the... You got to give the Gus Boss eight, ten carries cu- even. Yeah. How about you got Justice three. Hill, too? Yeah. I, you know, I, somebody like... The season starts and somebody blows an Achilles as a running back in Baltimore. I well, get that. It always yeah, happens true, every true. year. But the the coaching job that they did yesterday, and, and then, so big old F for Todd Munkin, and then the lack of discipline shown by that team yesterday, which as far as I'm concerned has to come from the top down, which is where rot grows. John Harbaugh not being able to tell his team, hey, when you get up after making a big catch, don't taunt. Oh. Hey, when you're in the, hey, when you're rushing the passer, don't smack Patrick Mahomes, not only a quarterback, Mahomes. but the no, face Mahomes. of the freaking league. Yeah, yeah. It's Patrick Mahomes. Don't smack him in the face. And then one of Bill Belichick's greatest pet peeves, aside from, you know, like kindness and the media, <laughs> would be reaching the ball out. That was such a oh dumb God. move. Dude, so Zay, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. First oh. of all, you know me. I'm very pro-taunting. I love taunting. I'm anti-sportsmanship. I don't think there's a yep. place in the world for it. I don't need it. But that one was so over-the-top egregious that because it is the rules, it's in the rules, that's one that you can't even really – he did it twice. He pushed the guy, and he, like, spun the ball on him, basically. So it was like, maybe you get away with one of those because it's a conference championship game, but you can't do both. As much as I think, again, it should be a part of it, and then that way the defense gets mad. Maybe they make a play. Maybe they celebrate in your face, and on it goes – but, my God, like, what is he thinking? And I know it was a frustrating day for the offense, and they finally have this big play. But what an idiot. What an idiot. And then, again, because they haven't done anything all day, mm-hmm. he has a break. He sees the end zone. 
and he extends for it. And then in the post game, he still doesn't think that he fumbled. It's like, nah, dude, there's cameras. We yeah, we got no, a chance they, to see, see what it. they did was they knocked it clearly out of your hands <laughs> as you lunge for the end zone. I oh. mean, the, the and these things you can't just say like ah, the, ah, the refs are always in favor of the Chiefs. I knew mm. it when they named Sean Smith. Or, you can't oh, the club the, the breaks. You can't club Patrick Mahomes in the face. Yeah, as, yeah, as the, uh, you're not base, allowed to do yeah. that to anyone, let alone no. the face of the freaking league. Once it was what 2006, seven. You know, once the Colts and the Rams and everything got all the rules changed because uh, the Patriots defense was so physical and so mean to the players and was you know oh. they were there. Oh. <laughs> William McGinnis was too rough. Uh, Otis ever, Smith hurt Tory Holt. <laughs> ever since then, you can't touch these guys, let alone Mahomes or Brady. I mean, Patriots fans, we all benefited from it for years. If anybody sniffed near Brady, they would they would throw a flag. But you club Mahomes in the face, and you're like, what was that? And, like, you knew it was going to come back to bite him because Romo and Nance were talking about, well, in the meetings with the Ravens, they were like, hey, if Mahomes is a runner, like, we're going to punish him. I'm like, good yeah. luck. Good luck. Well, get him. Good, good yeah. luck. Good luck. Yeah, seriously, good luck with that. Like, and then Lamar. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the Ravens took a couple of punches early, and the ease in which uh, you know they only end up scoring seventeen points on the day the Chiefs do, which is amazing that they made they that shut win. out in the second half. Yeah, which is what made which is what made this a different kind of since everyone now has to obnoxiously make the. Oh, are the are the Chiefs the new Patriots? Tune in yep. now, everybody. <laughs> uh, gosh, kill me that argument. If I if one more person tells me That's that Mahomes is. is the new goat, I'm just yeah, Mahomes uh, is Brady, Kelsey's Gronk, Reed's Belichick, the Chiefs are the Patriots. That is oh it. God. That is the simple storyline. We're gonna have two weeks of that. So not enough Molotov prepared. cocktails to love it. Everybody <laughs> who says that, um, but I mean, just for the love of for the love of everything, for the the Ravens to then kind of panic. And then to mm. like w- exit whatever they had as a game plan, like their defense. Yeah, they took a couple punches early. Their defense held up the rest of the game. Again, that was a close game. Points. Like, you yeah, should be cl- able to. Not now. On the other side, not enough props are being given to Chris Jones, Legarius Sneed, yeah. Trent McDuffie. Who, man, uh, it would have been interesting. I wonder who could. Wait a second. You mm. know, last year, funny thing, Rich, yeah, 2022 NFL right. draft, draft uh-huh. night, first round. Uh-huh. Trent McDuffie was on the board, and the New England Patriots, who at the time had a need for a number one corner, but they had also created a need for a guard because they traded mm. away their all-pro PFF darling of a guard, yeah. right guard, for nothing. Yep, I remember um, that. So what they did was they eschewed drafting Trent McDuffie. But, and then good news, come in, I uh-huh. think. Who, they got uh, Cole Strange. Cole Strange, the guard. I- Ah, why does it fix you? You don't like Christian Gonzalez? He's not a number one corner. You got to win up front. You got to win up front. Okay. You could have gotten a good corner last year, and yep. then you could. Could have anyway, had both. Could have had both those guys. Uh, yeah. That defense played their ass off yesterday. It's good defense. And the Chiefs defense yeah. is sneaky good, and freaking Steve Spagnola, who already lives in our nightmares for the game plan <laughs> and the effort they put forth in Super Bowl Forty Two, did another awesome job yesterday. The smarter. Tougher, more mm-hmm. disciplined team won yesterday. This is the 2018 Patriots. I felt this way in the middle of the Boom. year. Once they started losing games, they finished the season four and four, the Chiefs did. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, it's not the same Chiefs. And you're like, true, but look at the rest of the AFC. I wasn't ready to really fully commit to anybody else. And just like the 2018 Patriots, they had some weird December losses, which they didn't normally have. And they were a better defense than they were on offense, but they still had Brady Gronk. Same thing here. Better defense than offense, but it's still Mahomes and Kelsey. So if you need a play, you're going to make a play. And this time it was first quarter. I mean, those Kelsey catches were sick. 
I mean, just defense draped all over him. The touchdown was great. The other one that he picked up the first down on, you're like, all right, it's going to be one of those kind of games. The just touchdown in his was area. literally in his left front yep. pocket, and he just awesome. scooped it up. But that play where Mahomes scrambled for like 9.8 seconds and then basically shot put one up and Kelsey went and got like... It's great. They're just make, They're just basically doing football. Like, they're session musicians together out there just making football jazz. Yeah. And that shows you just what happens when you've got friendship and trust and camaraderie and the time that they spent together. And it's and it's only enhanced by that great job that Andy Reid does scripting out those first couple of plays, oh, yeah. attacking a team, and then throwing them off their spot, getting them in their own head. And you saw that for a team that projects this aura of toughness and brutality and physicality, the Ravens actually were the team that cowered in the end yesterday. They were. And you also knew it was going to be a long day for the Ravens. Their first third down, they throw to Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's it. If that's where you're going, if that's what you're drawing up is the Nelson Aguilar, Mark Andrews is back. Isaiah Likely has played well. Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Lamar Jackson running. Nope, let's throw it Lamar, to Nelson Aguilar. Lamar Jackson to himself. <laughs> Lamar Jackson throwing it to himself. No, no, no. Let's go to Nelson Aguilar, who drops it, forces a punt, and that was sort of the story of the day. All right, you can weigh in on these conference championship games. Chiefs over Ravens. Uh, what are your takeaways from that one? And then we'll get to the Lions blowing a 17-point lead to the 49ers. 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. It's Keith and Fitzy here on WEEI, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some quick headlines. The Celtics lost their first home game over the weekend to the Clippers, 115-96. to The Seas will try to right the ship tonight when they host the Pelicans at the TD Garden tip-off at 7.30. Kristaps Porzingis is questionable with the left ankle sprain. He was at morning shoot-around earlier today. Little fun fact, the Celtics are 9-1 coming off a loss this season. The Bruins beat the Flyers over the weekend, 6-2 in Philly. Bruins back on the ice Tuesday night when they'll host the Flames. Puck drop from Causeway Street at 7 p.m. The Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers will go down in Vegas a week from Sunday. That's right, Jones, a week from Sunday. Kickoff at 6.30. The Chiefs beat the Ravens yesterday in Baltimore, 17-10. Patrick Mahomes... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The Chiefs beat the Ravens yesterday in Baltimore, 17-10. to Patrick Mahomes threw for 241 yards, one touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 11 receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown. This will be the Chiefs' fourth Super Bowl appearance in the last five years. Meanwhile, in the NFC, the Detroit Lions blew a 17-point lead, losing to the 49ers, 34-31. to some sad Red Sox news over the weekend. Former Sox manager Jimmy Williams passed away on Friday at the age of 80 in Florida after a brief illness. Williams was signed by the Red Sox as an amateur free agent in 1964. He also played with the Cardinals. Williams managed minor league teams from 1974 to 79 before returning to the majors to manage the Toronto Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Houston Astros. Williams is survived by his wife of 47 years, Peggy, as well as his sons, Sean and Brady. His daughters, Monica Farr and Jenna Williams, and his eight grandchildren. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Key Show is coming right your way. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEEI is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. 
back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. Talking about these conference championship games. You guys can weigh in at 617-779-7937. The Chiefs did not look like their best team that they had in the regular season. By no means their best offense that they've had under Patrick Mahomes. But six years and uh, another trip to the Super Bowl as he's trying to win his third. They've been in the conference championship every single year. Uh, this will be the fourth trip there. Uh, that is so sick. It is un... I, I really like... Well, let me ask you, Rich. Yeah, um, where are you in terms of... You know, I, I made reference to it earlier because it is like the, the talking head topic du jour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, they were, it began immediately after the game and people are... Bargu- there are argumentative chats all over about it. Not just about, like, Mahomes, the GOAT, comparing to Brady. I have no time for that. It's not even... You know, start start a second half of your have have a second or a third Hall of Fame career within your Hall of Fame career. Then I'll allow the Mahomes. To he hasn't played. To he hasn't played a third of the time that Tom Brady's played. No. So I'm all for the in the first six years debates and all that yeah. fun stuff. But like to compare their careers right now is just there's like an it's, obvious oh, there's an obvious uh, difference, and that would be the games played and the years and all that. Because then everybody was like, "Well, if he can keep up this pace, no, no, no." That's what's so insane about Tom Brady. Nobody, nobody had a twenty year pace where they were one of the five best quarterbacks every single year, and usually one like the best quarterback. That's that's the different thing. But if you want to talk about six years in this run, because one thing I would say is w- when Brady was winding down. I was one of, uh, I'm sure, millions of people saying, well, we're never going to have another Tom Brady. It's like, are you sure about that? Sure about that? That's why? Like, at least through six years, we got one. And they actually overlapped. They actually played against each other. Brady was one of the few guys that would beat Mahomes. That's uh, that's how insane his six years has been. Because if you're just comparing six-year runs, you know, they both came into the league where they weren't a starter their rookie mm-hmm. year. Then they took over Mahomes, you know, week one. Brady came in at injury week two. And you can't include the 07 season for Brady, where he's the MVP in the 50-touchdown season. It's really 01 through 06 if you're doing apples to apples. Correct. Correct. And it's Brady, or it's Mahomes these last six years, and you know, he's got one more big game to go, and he could potentially tie the number of Super Bowls in that same stretch. He has more MVPs. The, the counting numbers are obviously in favor of Mahomes. Uh-huh. So, I mean, through six years, Mahomes is better. That's not a slap to Brady. The thing about it is, can he do it for fourteen more years? Or that's it. When he's not going to have Kelsey, where he's probably not going to have, Re- or he's not going to have Reed. He's not going to have all these guys. Are going to be all this turnover. But through six years, you're insane if you think Brady's better. You're not. It's not even close through six years. Yeah, and this right now. So you said earlier that this reminds you the most. This iteration of the Chiefs feels like the 2018 Patriots. Yeah. At times, it felt like the 2013 Patriots. Times, it felt like the 2006 Patriots because of how receiver challenged and offensively enough they were at times. So basically, if you're running a timeline of Mahomes' start to his career through Brady, this is his. This is the 2006 season for him in a lot of ways, which you know had a sad ending for Brady because yeah. his defense failed him in that AFC Championship, uh, where Peyton Manning finally did get to the big game, whereas Lamar Jackson did not get there because. Patrick Mahomes' defense did not let him down yesterday. In fact, when the offense couldn't do much, he went into game manager preservation mode, mm-hmm. and the defense saved his ass in the second half yesterday. Um, my my big thing, I, and I'll I'll want to go off on that whole entire idea of yeah, like comparing the two later on. Like, yeah, let me see, let me see Patrick Mahomes do this for another fifteen years right. with less talent at different times through generations of talent, and then maybe we can have a different conversation. But like. 
I hope no fan like f- I hope no fans regionally feel the need to like crap on the Chiefs or like say like ah the Chiefs are not as good as a pa-. just appreciate them for how yeah. damn good they are and what they've been able to do. Like I don't I have no issue with the Chiefs. If anyone does have an issue with the Chiefs, there is no need for any Patriots fan to feel some level of insecurity because, uh-oh, the Chiefs are coming for you. No, I have, no I who cares? Yeah, I'm not worried. I, I'm, I'm not looking at it that way. If, if anything, enjoy the Chiefs with all this, uh, with the, with gambling. They, they were a plus 170 to win yesterday. The fact I that made money off I was going to say, I'll take Chiefs money line. If you keep making them an underdog, they're a slight underdog in the Super Bowl. We'll see how that line moves. But if that's the case, I'm going to be in on the Chiefs again in the Super Bowl. A little early preview on that in two weeks. But, no, it's it's crazy to watch to see, especially he is undermanned on offense. It's very much like 06, oh, uh, oh, although he does have Kelsey, so it's different than 06. Oh, but it's yeah. like just his wide receivers are eerily similar to what Tom Brady was working with mm-hmm. back in 06. But, I mean, look at Brady's first six years, and you look at what the team did. Wins the Super Bowl, misses the playoffs, mm-hmm. then wins back-to-back Super Bowls, which is the last time anybody's done it. Then lost in the divisional round, then lost in the conference championship. Whereas for Mahomes, his first year as a starter, loses in the conference championship game to Tom Brady, of all people. Then wins the Super Bowl, loses the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. Then loses the conference championship game in 21, wins the Super Bowl last year, and is now back in the Super Bowl again this year. That is un-effing believable. And like, just what do your eyes tell you when you watch this guy play? Maybe... If he stays healthy, you know, 10, 12, 15 years from now, there'll be a recrowning of a goat. And if so, it still doesn't take away a GD thing that Tom Brady did. It no, just means that right. Patrick Mahomes now belongs. Uh, he's on his way to and one day ultimately could belong on the Mount Rushmore of NFL quarterbacks, if not NFL players and legends. That's great. Yeah. But what they're doing right now is in the age of parody, just like we used to admire what the Patriots did in the Brady-Belichick years, is, is nothing short of spectacular. Yeah, no, it, and it's very similar watching the two of them, and that's why two weeks ago when they uh, beat the Bills and everybody's making a big deal out of Tyler Bass missing the field goal, and I was like, well, if Tyler Bass makes the field goal, there was enough time for Mahomes to go down the field. Just like if Tom Brady had a minute and a couple of timeouts, I feel like he could have gone down the field. It would have been an adamantary field goal, and then you win and you, and you walk off. I feel like the same thing... Like, you need to have zeros on the clock. You can't give the ball back to Mahomes. He'd figure it out. Maybe that's the one play Valdez Scantling makes or that's the one play that, you know, one of his other receivers makes or a tight end not named Travis Kelsey. But, yeah, they're just kind of uh, kind of on another level. That's for sure. All right, what do you guys think of the games this weekend? Let's go to the phones. We've got Matt in Rhode Island. He'll lead things off here on WEEI. What do you got, Matt? Oh, how are you doing, guys? Good. Um, just on the, the Baltimore-Kansas uh, City game, I – I couldn't believe how badly um, the defense played as far as, like, with Travis Kelsey. Like, no one, like, gets up and hits him off the, off the line. Like, I know he's a very smart player. He's going um, <clears> to <throat> find the holes out there. But, I mean, I just keep on thinking someone's going to figure it out because that's the only guy he really goes to. But they didn't, and they were extremely, um, <clears throat> you know, with all the late hits and stuff. Um, the second game, what struck me is how far away the Patriots are for me, either one of those teams. Now, they don't have to worry about the AFC, really, but, I mean. Well, that's typically. it. so much talent. Yeah, thanks for the call, Matt. I mean, typically when you're picking third in the draft, yeah, you are far away from the teams mm-hmm. that are in the conference championship. That is clear. I mean, you look at Detroit's 
offensive line. You look at all of the all pros on the 49ers. You look at the uh you know the skill position guys in the in the AFC game. I mean there's just yeah, there is a talent deficiency for sure. Holy smokes is there a talent deficiency. I mean, I I didn't know this. There were so many fun stats yesterday on just overall look glancing at what was a very satisfying and entertaining Champ Sunday. Yeah. Like I first time ever you heard um in the NFC game it was the first over the first overall draft pick playing opposite the final overall draft pick. Like that had never happened. Mr. Before. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah versus the number, the number one pick, pick in, in uh Goff. Yeah. Goff. Goff. And then you also had um I didn't realize this about Detroit that their running back tandem of Montgomery and Gibbs was the first ever for each running back to account for over a thousand yards from scrimmage and have ten tutties apiece. Really? Oh, so yeah, and the touchdown that's, park. So I was gonna say, I think there's been sick. a thousand yard guy. Yeah, no, no, no. There've been thousand, but each of them. But had, not, I didn't realize Jameer Gibbs had ten total touchdowns. Dude, Gibbs this year. was Damn. yeah. Gibbs was Damn. he had a really good year. Their, their rookie class was insane. Detroit had two guys on offense that were studs, two guys on defense who were studs. So they nailed it in the draft. Going back to Matt's point on Travis Kelsey, I used yeah. to always like wonder and, and pull my hair out, being like, Travis Kelsey's always wide open. He's always wide open. I thought Baltimore, I know there was a, a couple of catches that he was left uh, open, but they were all over him. I mean, the touchdown, you couldn't have had better coverage, and it was the perfect throw by Mahomes, and then Kelsey comes back to make the play. The On their first drive, when they went for it on fourth down, and Kelsey was covered there. It was just the throw was in a spot where the defender couldn't get it, and Kelsey just jumped up and plucked it with two hands and went down. And that was one thing, and we'll get to the announcers. I know everybody hates Romo now, but that was one thing where Romo was all on it from the beginning. He's like, these third and short, fourth and short, he's like, they're going to throow it every time. He's like, Baltimore's got a pretty good run defense. The They're going to just put the ball in Mahomes' hands, and right away, throwing at Travis Kelsey when he needed it, and they they picked up the first down. They kept the drive alive. They ended up scoring a touchdown out of it. Yeah, I was telling my 10-year-old when we were watching yesterday, I said, you know, what what uh, what Mahomes did on that, for, on that play with Travis Kelsey was – that's not mossing, you know, like that's one of the terms kids always love <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. playing f- flag football and whatnot. Like he just put it up at the high point. He found a spot where he threw it where he knew only his guy could get it. And that goes back to what we were discussing earlier. When you have somebody like there is zero trust on the offense in New England, which we heard about uh, ad nauseum all year long. And then especially in well-researched detail today in Mark Daniels piece on Mass Live, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, Reed trusts Mahomes, and Mahomes trusts Kelsey, and Kelsey trusts Mahomes, and Kelsey trusts Reed. Oh, yeah. So if you have to have a guy have one of those go-and-get-it plays or gotta-have-it moments, that's exactly what you needed. And, of course, later on, which I know we'll get to uh, later in the nightcap, they didn't have the go-and-get-it or gotta-have-it guy that they trusted to make those plays when they decided to go for it. So the first series for both teams, you could see it right away. We brought it up, but first series for Baltimore, third and seven, pass to Nelson Aguilar, he drops it. Then you go to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They have the ball fourth and two on the Baltimore 41. They go for it, pass to Travis Kelsey. He catches it, picks up the first down, and the, the drive keeps going. That's a big That's a big difference right there. Uh, all right, let's go to Joe in the car on these games. Joe, what do you got? Rich Fitzy, what's going on, Hello? guys? Rich. Rich, are you kidding Yeah, we got you, hey, Joe. Joe. We got you. Let me tell you something, boys. Travis Kelsey, man, that guy's a beast. I, I thought I was never going to say this. Gronk's my man. But I tell you, ever since he's been, not that he's not good, wasn't good, 
But ever since he's been with that killer Swift, the last part, she must be good in bed because I'm going to tell you something right now. He has been a beast since he's been dating this girl, man. I mean, it's 11 actually, for it's, 11. It's, I know what you're talking It's actually not even true. He was – he. the big thing early on was that there was like a Taylor Swift curse because – I think he had one touchdown in like a 10-week span. Yeah. So it's actually a, yeah. not true, but the, he's been with her like all season. Uh, but these last two games, he's back in better than ever. You know, I mean, he was he was pretty quiet. Uh, he, was, he was averaging like 50 yards a catch, I think, or 50 yards a game. 50 yards a catch. Wow. 50 yards a I got you, she must be good in bed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't no. think we need to just, you know. No. What what goes on when when or when when are we aren't wearing me undies? Uh I I listen. It also, by the way, like I have no issue. Some people just are so butthurt and just are making such a big deal about the the trailer swell seed, this and that. Too many shots of her. I'm well, actually, I am a, quite a fan of it, to be honest. I, first I like of all, it. it's entertaining. Second of all, it is. We'll I, we'll touch on this later in grab bag, but like it's making everyone lots and lots of money. Oh, and, it's a win win. It's it's. I dub, love it. I have no problem again for the people that don't like the shots. Like they normally will go to like some shirtless like manatee in the stands with like his face painted. Like you want that or you want like a shot of Taylor Swift celebrating the thing? I don't care. I think that's I, fine. She's the most famous person in the world. I don't listen to her music or whatever, but like at least uh-huh. you can understand how many people do in, uh, enjoy her music and like why people care like everything that she does. That's fine. You can still enjoy the football game. They make it out to be like it's picture in picture, and she's like the uh, she's up there the whole time. You know, actually, to, to Joe's point when he said, you know, the the Taylor Swift effect on Travis Kelsey is noticeable, and she really is bringing out the best in him. You're, like you said, he went he went dormant, like he went into sleep. Oh, he was for called a long people. time this season. Yeah. but so did it. And this is why I think your comp to the 2018 Patriots is so apt in a lot of ways. Remember, Gronk was like a corpse for like that was the. The 2018 season is when the Miami Miracle happened as well. Like, he was back there at safety and still couldn't track down Kenyon Drake when he had, like, a 25-yard head start. Like, Gronk was done. But then when we got to the playoffs and Gronk needed to elevate and find those little last pieces of his game to become that trusted, vaunted target for Brady in the offense, he found ways to do it against the Chargers, most noticeably Mm -hmm. against the Chiefs in the greatest AFC championship that shall ever be played, and in the Super Bowl when he made the big catch and set him up in the two for the only touchdown of the game. All right, let's go to Louie in Fall River. He joins us next. What's going on, Louie? Can you hear me? Oh, not really. What are are you doing? Are you underwater? No, Louie, it's it's horrible. No, no, I just got out of my truck. Oh, come on. We got to do something here. Oh, my God. I'm relaxed, but I mean, people are listening to this. You I there? have to go get gas, and uh, you guys call me. Uh, Got anyway, it. Classic. So I think Mahomes, I think, I think Mahomes is going to be uh, a top grade, no question about it. And uh, you know what? One thing you can say, you can bet on, on KC and win your money. That's all that matters. He made me 900 bucks this week. All right. There we go, uh, awesome. That didn't help your phone. I was Good gonna say God. didn't help your phone a lick. I don't know what he was saying. He was in there. He was getting gas, and then yeah, he was go trade himself to a new phone. Mahomes is definitely gonna be better than Brady. Like I don't know how you can say that without question. He's he's on a better pace. It's great. It's a pace that Brady was on. But what's again? We got to remind everybody what's so insane about what Tom Brady is. He continued. So he took this run with all the success that he had, mm-hmm. and it's it's similar. Like you know if. if Mahomes has to win another Super Bowl in order to tie the number of Super Bowls that Tom Brady had his first six years. 
But then you have to be a dominant force for another 15, whatever the number is, more. To be, you have to play at the top of the game and be top five at your position <laughs> for the next decade and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. Go almost 10 years between yeah. dynastic Super Bowl runs and then win another three with your team, leave that team, yeah. go somewhere else, well, I'll tell and you, win a seventh. <laughs> like, I think, although I would give... Mahomes the out uh, I don't think he has to leave his team like Brady did because at some point Andy Reid's going to be gone and then it, you, it won't just be Mahomes in the Hall of Fame coach like he might win with a boob just like Tom Brady did he just had to go to Tampa to do it I'm also fascinated long term are they just going to like is the front office of the Chiefs going to be like well we got Mahomes so we're good we could surround him with Justin Watson and Valdez Scantling and Kadarius Tony, who is absent from the game because like when they move on from Travis Kelsey, by subtraction, oh, big time, big time. But when they move on from Travis Kelsey, or I'm sorry, when Travis Kelsey moves on from the league, mm-hmm. that's going to be tough to just find another guy like that. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't be. Don't be surprised if this March and April. I don't know off the top of my head what the Chiefs' cap situation is. Yeah, but don't be surprised if they take a very aggressive approach at trying to course correct what they did this year. Hundred percent. Especially Mike Evans, if, if, Calvin Ridley, Michael yeah. Pittman, like all these guys. Yeah, uh, get yeah, exactly. Watch Calvin Ridley goes to Kansas City next year and has the season we all thought he was going to have in Jacksonville. Because it in won't be a rookie. I feel like they've tried that, and and Rasheed Rice might be pretty good. He's had his he moments. Yeah, but like they drafted Sky Moore pretty high, and like mm-hmm. yeah, right, you know. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go. We got to get an established veteran in here, whether they yeah, win yeah, or yeah. lose. Yeah, uh, they'll, I would I would highly expect them to get a, a veteran target in there as well. I also don't think Kelsey. I think Kelsey tries to play one more year. I do too. He's I think, got. One, I think he's got one year left in him, and maybe they'll try to be the first team to win back to back to back. Because I got a pretty good feeling about him in thirteen days. Yep. So do I. And I feel like Jason Kelsey was nearing retirement. Was it last year? And then he decided to come back for one more. He's a little bit older than Travis is. I could see the same thing playing out. Or like, all right, I'll do one more plus. I don't know what his uh, normal regiment is, but I could see it going with like, all right, you don't even need to practice. Like, get get to that level. Like some of those mm-hmm. veteran guys. Like, all right, as long as you practice or practice once a week, show up on game day, you can skip most of camp. Like, just as long as you're back, we're good. Right. Uh, let's go to Mike. It's in Connecticut. He's up next. What's up, Mike? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. A few points. I mean, one, there's a lot of parallels here between Mahomes and Brady. Like the early success, uh, I think. He's got a long way to go before he passes Brady. Uh, I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. But, yeah, I think the, the cockiness from the Kansas City fans comes from the fact that, and I know you guys are probably going to disagree, but can't, you know, Mahomes is Kansas City. Mahomes is the guy. He's the, the you know, the, the engine to the car, whereas back during the first run with uh, the Patriots, Brady was just kind of another cog. It was the dominant defense, the running game, the Belichick system. You know, he wasn't putting up the lights-up numbers. Now, however, to counter that, this is also more of like a soft flag football, you know, style league. And I think that it's why, you know, as like the old guy that yells at the clouds, I'm going to have a hard time, you know, ranking Mahomes uh, a lot higher than some of the guys that have come before him. But, and lastly, let's not act like you guys weren't doing the exact same with Brady that Chiefs fans are doing now. Like after that first run when he had three rings, but he was basically Alex Smith on those teams. Let's not act like you guys weren't also, oh, he's better than Joe Montana. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. Oh, my God. He was the game manager for the first three. It wasn't until the the last few of his career where Tom Brady was, like, slinging the pigskin all over the place. 
you know, because that, you know, the, the, the team was built around him. Yeah, but he did have a lot of game-winning drives, Mike. So I agree with part of what you're saying there. He had a ton of game-winning drives. And, uh, I mean, even being a game, like, okay, game manager, whatever. Like, they won a ton of games. I also agree with him about, like, the stats are different, you know, now to then. Even Brady later in his career sort of was benefited by mm-hmm. no defense, can't touch the quarterback, all that. So Mahomes' numbers are going to be crazier. Uh, I still remember, though, I, I think, and I don't want to speak for you, Fitzy, but, like, in 06, we were like, hey, Peyton Manning was the guy that was the MVP in the regular season, and he was the MVP. He was, like, putting up the gaudy stats, but he didn't want him come playoff time, and Tom Brady was the winner. And nobody was sitting there saying that he was better uh, or, or or his numbers were going to be better. And he was all that. He was like all about winning. Whereas Mahomes is kind of doing both. Mahomes is the regular season MVP twice in these first six years in the conversation every year. But he's also the winner. Like he's kind of combining Manning and Brady from 01 to 06. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get that totally. And I also don't – I also – I, a at the time I didn't care about Brady being better than anyone else, or Brady is he a game manager or is he a gunslinger? Because I was just too busy enjoying how good the Patriots True. were and the fact that we were constantly relevant, if not dominant. And at that Montana time. had won four Super Bowls, so I really don't think most people were saying in '06 that Brady was better than Montana. I think yeah. we were saying like, "Hey, get ready for a conversation." But right. I don't think it's revisionist history yeah. to say we didn't think he was better than Montana. I think the, the real argument back then was Brady or Manning. And people would be like, well, obviously Correct. Manning's better. Look at the MVPs. And you're like, yeah, but Brady beats him every time. Like, that's sort of what the debate was until it got to a point where Brady just kept piling up Super Bowls. And you're like, all right, Manning's no longer in the discussion. Montana's no longer in the discussion. Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, that's what it's going to be for Mahomes. Like, he's gonna, you're going to start comparing him to other guys. And then, But people are sort of skipping that, right? Like, people, you haven't heard a single Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes versus Peyton Manning debate. That's probably what, where they should be, but everybody's like already like jumping it up to, to Brady. I guess right. they don't want to wait. And by the way, to, uh, game manager Tom Brady in Super Bowl 38. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, against the Panthers, 32 of 48, 354, three touchdowns. Like, he also led the league in touchdown passes manager. his second year. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you can join us, 617-779-7937. Of course, there's the games from yesterday. Also, the obvious parallels between what the Chiefs are doing right now, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid, to what the Patriots have done for so long. Uh, but we're also going to try to win some more money. Hopefully, you had a good conference championship weekend. And we got the bet du jour coming up next year on WEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash BostonWEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. I was doing some Taylor Swift research during the break, Fitzy. One of the things popped up. It was all of the songs that she has written about exes. And this is a deep cut. This goes back to, like, high school. Like, just dudes you like, aren't famous people. She got a list. There's a lot of people on here. She got a nice little list. Taylor Lautner. Remember him from the uh, the Twilight movies? He was the werewolf. That's right. He was the werewolf. John Mayer, which I feel like is problematic. He was a lot older than her. Yeah, that a was a big one. They were together that for a while? big one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right when she was, like, 18. And he was probably, like, 50. Ew. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, that's that's the one I feel like that the Swifties hate the most, right? 
Oh, is there something about yeah. a red tie or something? Something red. Uh, I think the whole album might be called Red. I'm just red, I'm catching yeah. up on this now, so I'm sure people know the ins and outs of this. But uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a chance that her and Travis Kelsey live uh, happily ever after, or he's the center of a album, which would also be pretty good. I, I was a win-win thinking, for the like, public. Sure. Like I was always thinking, like the breakup album is going to hit differently this time. <laughs> uh, and at this point now, Kansas City fans can't blame her for anything. And uh, also the haters no. in Detroit. Nope, she's done nothing because they are back in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they didn't win or missed out or somehow the offense faltered to a point where they didn't look like themselves in the end and it cost them a trip back to the Super Bowl, then I know there would have been an absolute... Oh, they would have turned. Yeah, they would have turned on a Sauce-soaked, pork-filled panic in Kansas City. <laughs> Whereas now, like, she's beloved there. You know she went out with Loki? Wait, she went out with my, Tom my guy, Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kidding. It's on the list. The guy dude. that should be Bond, the man who started my the most underrated miniseries of the last 20 years. That's what I'm reading now. Yep. Have, have you, by the way, have you watched that yet on my recommendation? Which one? The Night Manager. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I queued it up at one point. There's so many things to watch. I know, but like, there's only so many really good this things This is to watch. really good. Night it's Manager. It's not good. Night it's not very good. No, it's the it's best. really good. All right. Okay. He's a, very. I love him. I'm a card carrier. Yeah, I, I stand Fan. the Hiddleston. Hiddleston. All right. All right. <laughs> what? That was right there for me. Yeah, How could I it. miss the dad joke there? This is to, uh, now a time to uh, win some bet. Oh, by the way, our uh, updated playoff record. We've been betting every game against the spread uh, here on the program. Me, Fitzy, Stiz, and Andy Hart, and through three rounds of the playoffs, Fitzy nine and three. Hey, that's nice. You. That's nice. You guaranteed yourself a winning record. I have as well. Seven and five. Uh, Stiz is five and seven. And after an zero oh and two weekend, Hart four and eight in the playoffs. Rough. Wow, that rough. is. I got to tell you, I was uh, texting. Shime joined us right after you did on Saturday's Fitzy and Hart program. Yeah, previewed the Rumble, talked some Champ Sunday. Shime had a couple of nice bets. I'm so mad. So mad that I left my FanDuel account underfunded and couldn't bang every prop I wanted yesterday because yeah. they all hit. I mean, I won yesterday, yeah. but I, I bet conservatively so I would have enough money to fool around on yep. Super Bowl Sunday. Smart. So now I have that. But, like, yesterday felt like a day where if you if you walked into it with the cash to back up the yeah, I hear you. your conviction, you could have made some money. I, for the third straight week... Had a uh, three-way parlay where I hit two and then lost the third one. And uh, yesterday's was I did a touchdown, anytime touchdown parlay, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Lamar Jackson. Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey scored pretty early in the game. And I was like, Mm -hmm. all we need is Lamar to scoot one in. Nowhere close. And that's where the Zay Flowers penalty killed me because that pass got him down like the nine-yard line. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. QB draw, run him in there. Nope. Didn't happen. But anyway, I am uh, on to the Super Bowl. We're going to bring back, remember the uh, the prop bet spectacular from last year? Oh, the prop-tacular was one of yep. my favorite favorite bits of the then-recently-launched yes. Rich Keefe show. So next week, starting on Monday, we will do five props a night all week leading up to the Super Bowl. So what does that put us at? 25 bets? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. there right. is one that I have tucked away in the grab bag later tonight. Oh, good. Oh, you like that? Little, that little vertical tease here All on right, the program. Very good, very market good. 10. Very market good. 10. Let's grab a uh, winner here. Bet is your time. And uh, NBA, NHL, whatever you can find that we can bet on tonight. Fitzy, what do you have? 
All right, Rich, I'm going to keep it nice and easy tonight. Back to the National Basketball Association, trying not to overthink my NBA bets. Um, the Utah Jazz are not a great team, but they're not bad. And tonight they're in Brooklyn playing a super bad team that is the Brooklyn Nets. They're favored by just one point, and they've been winning more than they've been losing recently. So I will take the Jazz. You want to say uh, on the money line, whatever. They're yeah. a one-point favorite. Slight the more Jazz juice. to win. All right, very good. Jazz. I'm going to also take an NBA <laughs> bet. Jazz. Fitz is on Jazz. The best is the line in uh, basketball, which is way ahead of its time when they were talking about like all like the realignment and teams like moving cities. It's like, and then the New Orleans Jazz move to Utah, where they don't allow music. Uh, all right, I'm going to take in the Celtics game tonight. Celtics taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. Give me Zion Williamson over twenty and a half points. No Kristaps Porzingis. No Murder Cornet. So some of the big bodies, some of the shot blockers, aren't going to be in there. So give me big Zion to go over. Uh, just a heads up to everybody. I'm off to a 12-4 and four start Ooh, to the year. So the okay. losses are about to pile up. So you may, <laughs> I don't know. That's my, that's my gut right now. I don't know if I'm going to stay hot or it's gonna, I'm going to lose the next eight just to get back to 500. But I'm going Zion over 20 and a half. Before Stanley places his bet, and I know we're sort of up against it, yeah. I, why, why do I not have the best feeling about this game? The Did Pelicans I, game? Oh, well, because they looked horrible against the Clippers, but I bet they shake that off. You think so? As Taylor Swift once famously uh, said. Yeah. All right, there you go. Take it off. Nice. Well done. Uh, I, too, am going to go the Celtics game. Give me uh, Jalen Brown over two and a half threes plus 130. Okay, Jalen Brown over two and a half threes. I might parlay this. I'm, I'm feeling that good about it. I'm going to take these three, add it up. Nice little juicy parlay. All right, there's, All right. Uh, there is your bet du jour. One hour down, three hours to go. We're talking about this championship weekend and also how it compares and relates to the Patriots. You probably had some uh, flashbacks to... These uh, Tom Brady drives yesterday watching the Kansas City Chiefs. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI.